listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey everyone, this is Carolyn Shuttlesworth with Nonstop Mom podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, If you haven't already, search for me on Instagram. It's under my full name, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. And also on Facebook, we got a great page uh, going on. Uh, We have, geez, in less than like a month, we have over 300 uh, women that have joined. It's wonderful. I love hearing from you. I love uh, getting... uh, questions and just responsing on uh, responses for your from your children all the wonderful things that are going on you don't want to miss out it's on nonstop mom on facebook and again on instagram it's carolyn shuttlesworth uh, so today uh, it's really been pressed upon my heart in the last week and it has been in confirmation in this last week too with people who have been coming to me with questions regarding dating uh, i know that my oldest is only nine But these are the years that are so vital and getting them ready to experience things that will happen as they get older. It boggles my mind why parents uh, with kids at a young age want to promote uh, any bit of dating. You know, as soon as people like come to me, you know, I get it a lot because, you know, I travel full time with my husband on the road for ministry and we all go together as a family. All the kids go with us. And people at even at this young age of nine, you know, I've got little boys coming up to my daughters. Oh, you're so pretty. Or there's parents that want to, you know, let's get them dating when they're older. And I'm telling you right now, don't come to me at a church and say that (laughs) does not make me happy and it will not make their father happy. So, you know, we have to let them be their age. And a lot of moms who have teenagers also, you know, do not need to be promoting dating. It is not their time yet. It, it really confuses me while in this generation, we've got Christian parents, moms and dads uh, that go with the flow of the way of this world. It, it boggles my mind because I want to live absolutely completely different than the way this world system is set up. I don't want them telling me anything how to run my family. I want to go solely by the word of God, how the Holy Spirit guides us and what Jesus says and how we need to operate. So for when I hear Christian parents that come to me with some of these questions or just in talking to them, you know, they're telling me that their kids, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old and they've got a girlfriend. What are you going to do? With a girlfriend or a boyfriend at 13, 14, 15, you know, sometimes even 16, what good is going to come out of that? Nothing. You can't give me anything good that's going to come out of it. Because, you know, I'm sounding so like strong on this issue because we're given these children as our responsibility. Now, you know, I'm talking to Christian parents here. 
They're given to us by the Lord as a responsibility to raise them in the things of God. You know, we have no problem teaching them their alphabet. We have no problem sitting down with them and doing their algebra homework. But are we actually taking the time to sit with them and show them what the Word of God says about certain subjects, about certain topics? You know, it, they shouldn't just be sheltered. You know, people take that word as to be a scary word. Shelter. I don't want my kids to turn out weird. I don't want them to have social issues. I don't want them, you know, to to get out there and not know what's going on. So there is a, a, a fear that people operate in when it comes to sheltering. Or you operate in faith and in teaching. And in during those sheltering moments is when you show them what the Word of God says about something. Or they get up to their age, appropriate time to talk about a certain topic. And, and you go from there. So you, sheltering doesn't have to be a scary word. People who operate in fear make that word scary. Because I shelter my kids. You better believe I keep them from seeing certain things. I don't go crazy about it. But I shelter them for sure. If that's the word you want to use, then so be it. But my kids are going to be raised strong and mighty in the Lord. They're not going to be boy crazy. My son's not going to be chasing girls around. You know, the average boy is losing their virginity at 16. Now, that's average. So that means that most are losing it earlier. So if you have teenage kids or kids who are getting ready to be teenagers and they're starting to say they have crushes and they like, it's a good time to sit down and talk to them about the word, what the Word of God says about the calling on their life. Because, you know, not everybody is called into the fivefold ministry, um, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to do great things for God. That doesn't mean that they're not going to be soul winners. So we have to take what we have is this precious gift and and teach them correctly it is not the church's responsibility on sunday morning or wednesday night to be responsible for teaching our kids the word of god yes they should be doing something in class where they leave learning something but the church gets our kids for an hour and a half to 2 hours a week and you get your kids all the rest of the hours. So where does the responsibility fall on? It falls on us as parents. So this topic has really been pressing upon my heart to talk about dating because I am not going to raise my children in a pure way and strong in the Lord. And then at 16 say, all right, here you go. Throwing you out to the first boy that, you know, comes your way or the first girl that comes comes your way? Absolutely not. Why would you take those 14, 15, 16 years of their life to work hard, to keep them protected, to keep them pure, and then you just go out and throw them to the first person that thinks, you know, they're good looking or your son comes home and he, you know, he's... He's in love, quote unquote, in love. You're not in love. 
And you can talk to your kids and have a relationship with them where they will listen. You know, I have a lot of Christian moms that I hear like, if if I talk to him, it will push him away. If I talk to her, she won't listen to me. It will make her want to do what's wrong. But that's not true. If you're teaching your kids and having a relationship and loving on them, they're not going to want to search for that outside of the home. So, you know, there's two different views that we have. I mean, we personally as Christians have one view, that's God's view. But there is the world's view, how they look at dating. And you're going to have to decide which view are you going to stand with. You know, in, in the world's view, they talk about dating as, you, you know, you have to try it. Let's try it so you know, you know, what personalities you like. You want to try dating that girl. You know, she she's really popular. Well, if it doesn't work out, maybe it's just because, you know, she's too popular and you need to go with somebody that, you know, has is more of a bookworm who has their interests, you know, all intact with the same interest you have or they're in, you know, this type of sport. Let's try let's try dating this girl. Or, you know what? And I just was speaking to a youth uh, the other day and I was asking them about dating. Uh, you know, and, and they are in ninth grade now. They just started high school this year. So a lot of that pressure is on, you know, to have that girlfriend, to say you have a girlfriend, to say you have a boyfriend. And I said, you know, why? Why do you feel like you need to date? And their response to me was, well, it's just it's just like the normal thing to do. Well, that's exactly it. We have to teach our kids to not be normal. We are not normal. The word of God says we are not of this world. We are a, a salt and a light. We we are supposed to stick out. How can we raise our kids to be leaders and have people follow Christ through them if they're just going to do the normal way? That's what I'm saying. We have to teach our kids there's diff- different views in this world. The world's going to always tell us to do something opposite of what the Word of God says. And they have to be taught to, to see that. You know, and another question I asked this youth, I said, Now, you know, you're, you're Christian. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. When you started to date this person, did you have a feeling about it? Did you feel, uh, you know... You can use use this the words check in your spirit or did you did you sense a red flag? And 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 the youth said to me, Yes. So right then and there is an a perfect teaching moment that I took with that with that young person to tell them that that was the Holy Spirit warning you. You have to to teach your children that voice at a young age. You have to show them what the voice of the Lord sounds like. So as you're training them to get older and they hear that voice, they know immediately, you know, there's a warning in my gut that's telling me not to do this. So the back back to what I was saying with the worldview, they teach you try it, you know, so you know what you like. Well, we can date here a little bit. We can date here a little bit. Um, we're, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but we're going to kind of cover it up and just call it like we're friends. You know, we're friends. So it's really not that bad. 
it, we're friends. So, you know, what, what's, what's the big deal? Uh, another worldview that they say is okay. Sleeping around is okay. You know, how, how are you supposed to know, you know, if that's the person you want to be with for the rest of your life? And, and, first of all, these are crazy thoughts to think when you're 14, 15, and 16. You, you, you're not even in that position to, to have a job, to have money, to support a family. You know, these are requirements in the Bible that, you know, that, that, a, that a man should support his family. And it's 16, 15, 14 years old. There's no boys out there supporting a family. So for moms who have boys, you know, that's ridiculous. So the world's view says sleeping around is okay. Does the Bible say sleeping around is okay? Or does it say it's a sin and a sin can send you to hell? So, I mean, we can't go with the norm of the world. Another world view for dating, living together. You know, you date somebody, you get familiar with them at a young age, you graduate high school, you go to college. Well, I've known this person for a long time. I might marry him. Maybe I should live with him first. Let's know their habits. You know, everything that happens at this young age where we're there in their teachable moments is going to spill over into when they leave your home. So I would do everything possible why they are under your roof. I mean, that's just what, it's plain and simple. You hear it all the time. If you, you know, in church, train up a child in the way they should go and they won't depart from them. You hear it a lot, but you have to really, you have to realize it is solid truth. Train them up while they're living under your roof. And when they leave, that word of God, that voice that they've learned to hear will not depart from them. And we'll, when the red flag flashes, you can be sure to know when you're home, then your kids are out in the world, that they're going to make the right decisions. You don't have to mess up to learn. Just teach them now. You don't have to touch the stove to know it's on and hot. That's why I tell my kids, don't touch it. It's hot. I don't take their hand and press their hand on the stove and say, now, see, it's hot. Now you know. No, I just tell them and I teach them, stay away from it. It's hot. So we can do that with uh, practical lessons in our kids' lives for everything. So now I'm going to go over to, to God's view of dating and relationships. You know, certain questions when I was with this youth the other day, I said, listen, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You speak in other tongues. I've seen you praise the Lord hard. I've seen you, you know, just be completely loose in church, lifting your hands. You've been under the anointing. I've seen the call of God. You've answered the call of God on your life. I've seen you go forward. I've seen hands laid on you. So the person you're dating, now you're young. This this youth is like 14 or 15 years old. I said, could you take your girlfriend to church with you and let her see you do what I've seen you do? Can, can you tell her, you know, that, you know, this person felt called to go into the ministry? Can you tell her 
that you are going to be uh, in the fivefold ministry? And if she's prepared to be in the ministry, because let me tell you, <laughs> if your child is called to be in the ministry and they get with somebody who does not have that calling on, no good. No good. They're not going to have the same grace to do anything. They're going to be on completely opposite pages. I mean, Ted and I, uh, over on Ted's podcast, uh, you can search it under his name, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., we did a podcast together called uh, Two Toxic Relationships. And, you know, we don't even mention uh, a Christian dating an unbeliever. I mean, that is like a given. Hello. We talked about... You know, even being unequally yoked, and that means just uh, that could be a Christian not even believing the same way you believe, not even believing in the full gospel, not even believing in healing or you know being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. So you you have to be careful. You cannot just find somebody, let your kids find somebody, and they say, "Oh, well, they go to church." <laughs> No, that that's not a pass nowadays anymore. So does does I was asking, can you do all of that? And that they said no. They they couldn't. And that person's got to go. You know, uh, uh, you have to see does that person strengthen your relationship with the Lord or you're embarrassed. I mean that that's a first thing right there. These are the things we have to be teaching our children. Not trying to be best friends with them, although I, I, you know, I love being with my kids and they're my friends, but there's also a line. They know I'm their mom and I don't drop the authority down. I, I, it's crazy to me how these kids run their parents around. I mean, more so than ever. And it's like, are, are you kidding me? You're letting your nine-year-old tell you what to do? I mean, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. And that's another podcast I did on discipline. So you can check that out also uh, called Who's the Boss? But anyway, it, you know, I, I have Christian parents who say, oh, it's just young love. It's not going to go anywhere. Okay, so let me stop you there. If it's not going to go anywhere... She's not going to be your wife. He's not going to be your husband. He is, um, uh, he or she uh, can't know how you are in church or even go to church with you right now. You can't even take them out properly on a date. What, I mean, why as a parent, what are you doing? Why are you even promoting that? Why would you even give it a second thought? I mean, save your children from sinning. Save your children. Keep them pure. I can't stress it enough. Save your children from simply going through heartbreak and emotions that they don't have to go through. All of that alters your life. Why would you even want to put that upon them? They can't take all of that and then promote it. And know that it's not right, but just say, well, you know, it's just young love and they're probably not going to listen to me. And at that age, I remember having a crush. Don't. Don't do that to your kids. Don't put that pressure on them. 
also for God's view. Does that person compromise their morals and standards? You know, these are questions that as Christian parents we need to ask. We don't think, oh, well, it's just what everyone's doing. Our kids don't need that kind of Christian parent. They need a Christian parent that actually says, you know, does that person compromise your morals and standards? Are they saved and filled with the Holy Ghost? Uh, do they have a, a love for the Lord like you have a love? You know, that, that that's exactly what has been pressed upon my heart this week. I had a lady come up to me uh, last year when I was at the product table who had a question about uh, her daughter uh, dating this guy who, I don't know, maybe went to church with them. I don't even know if he was saved. You know, she kind of said like he was, but he didn't sound like it. Well, apparently he doesn't get along with his parents. And she was asking me if, you know, I thought it was okay to bring him in to their house. Absolutely not. And she just looked at me with wide eyes, like thinking I was going to come up with some other. Why would you do that to your daughter? Why would you bring that temptation in? And I think they were like 15 or 16 years old. Not, not old at all. Oh, but I feel so bad. He would be out on the streets. And I just, you know, like, that's not showing love. Are you kidding me? Yes, it is. You are not his responsibility. Your daughter is your responsibility. And and, and you are showing love. You're saving your daughter from hell. You're saving your daughter from getting pregnant. You're saving your daughter from sinning. You're saving your daughter from emotional baggage. So, yes. You put the you put your foot down in your home. You don't like I'm saying, you don't have to come at your children with this intense tone and talking about everything. I mean, sometimes you have to. But if you simply teach them at a young age like as they're getting older principles from the Bible, it it will be a lot easier to speak with them when they're 15 and 16. And that temptation starts coming their way where a boy might like them, a girl might like them, uh, you know, things, things like that if you have sons and daughters. So it absolutely can be discussed as they're getting closer to the teenage years. Colossians 3.20, children, always obey your parents for this pleases the Lord. So that's one thing I teach my children at a young age. What pleases the Lord? Like make that a main principle right now at no matter what age they are. So as they get older and you have to incorporate the the dating talk or the boy talk or the girl talk to your son, what pleases the Lord? You know, and what pleases the Lord pleases your parents. You know, even at this age for my kids, I let them know if they're doing something wrong and they're acting <laughs> crazy or 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 not acting the way we've taught them i let them know for sure that jesus you know is saddened by it that he's disappointed in their behavior just as i let them know that i'm disappointed in their behavior i don't just leave it up on me you know i have to answer to him so i tell them that i have to answer to the lord they have to answer to me so we can make this all work in a smooth cycle if we're all doing the right thing 
And that's exactly what we need to do. You know, I was looking at a verse uh, earlier today in 2 Peter 2.20. It says, And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. We need to make sure that our kids stay pure, they're preserved for the right person that's got, you know, that God has called called into their life. You know, you you're you're prepping them for the time to go out into the world. It doesn't have to be a scary thought. The world doesn't have to be some big scary thing to your kids. That's not how I'm saying to portray it to them. But we are to, to stick out and at a young possible age, teach them the voice of the Lord. Because if you're not always around, they need to know the voice of the Lord to help protect them and guide them in a situation. You know, and and, and it's important that as, you know, your kids do get older, there's, there's standards set in your home. It's imperative, like I said at the beginning of this podcast. You've raised your son or daughter for all these years. Why take all that hard work and hand them over to the temptations of the enemy, to traps? They're not. They're not at the age yet. They're not at the age yet. A lot of stuff can be avoided if us as parents work hard at teaching our children other things besides sports, schoolwork, you know, any crafts, anything, any hobby. Every day we need to take principles from the Word of God and teach our children to read, to pray. It shouldn't just be on us. We need to be doing it as an example to them. So Any parents out there that have young kids that, you know, or teenagers and you're going through this right now, you're dealing with kids that, you know, are getting to that age of dating or you see that they're starting to be interested in that, just remember in Galatians 6, 9, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Don't give up on your kids. I know it, it It can be tiring. I know that it can be tiring to, if you're at that point of where you're always disciplining right now if they're really young, but don't give up. There's going to be a breakthrough in there and you're going to reap the blessings, one, of a good relationship with your children, and two, you're going to see the joys in their life of living pure, of later in life, finding the right one, keeping them preserved. What a blessing and a testimony on their life to the next generation. They're going to be mighty soul winners. We need to teach them what is important. And that is the instructions that we've been given by the word of God. So don't get tired. Keep strong. Keep strong in the Lord. And it's going to be all right. 
Thank you so much for hanging on with me this long. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I have uh, several others. You can find them there on all different avenues of listening to podcasts. And like I said at the beginning, if you have any questions, if you have um, anything you'd like me to speak on as a topic, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can write me at uh, the website is nonstopmom.net. And there's a, a place in there to email or you can catch me on social media. You can write me on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks so much, and you guys have a great weekend.